Don't kill Cedric. Professor Jones and the Digs. Professor Jones and the Digs. Professor Jones and the Digs. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Professor Jones podcast. We are two brothers. We sure are. And we love movies. Yes, we do. My name is Dave Jones, and I am the Professor. My name is Danny Jones, and I am the Diggs. And this week, we're continuing in our Harry Potter theme, and we are discussing the Order of the Phoenix. This is the first David Yates entrance Whoa. entry into the Harry Potter universe. Wow. And it is a fun time. And since we're doing we were Harry Potter... just about uh, Anthony Kiedis. I thought we were just going to do a couple hours on Anthony Kiedis. We're doing Kiedis talk at the end. We're going to talk about your favorite Chili Kiedis Peppers albums. We're going to be eating <laughs> uh, ghost peppers and... <laughs> <laughs> Danny's gonna, gonna eat a ghost. Danny's gonna eat a ghost pepper peppers. and then sing snow eight times and see how long he can make it into it. Uh, no, but since we're talking Harry Potter, we have our number one Harry Potter fan with us, Mr. Zach Hartman, aka hey. the Tube Sock. Here he is. Hey, I'm back. Happy to be here. This is probably up there for my favorite Harry Potter movies. So glad Your I could be here. Number one favorite movie. It's number one favorite movie. I love this above every movie. My favorite movie. <laughs> is this your actual favorite Harry Potter movie? Uh, honestly, it is. I, I do enjoy this one quite a bit. Um, Why? Why, Zach? <laughs> I think, well, I think David Yates took it in a really good direction. And I think that, and I've said this before, I think that this is kind of when the kids really, uh, really turn into actors instead of child actors. I think this is when they finally... Kind of start to be able to show the chicken is in the pot. Yep, mm-hmm. show some chops. Yeah, lamb chops, so to speak. Lamb chops. Lamb chop. Okay, well, cool. um, yeah, I don't know, guys. Daylight savings, baby. Yeah, we're all sitting here. <laughs> at, hard. Apparently, it's eleven twenty-three. Uh, it feels like ten twenty-three because it is ten twenty-three. It's very early. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's not that early, but. Earlier than we were planning on doing this. I so. actually, I called Dave last night, little side story. I called Dave last night around, I think it was like three or something. And obviously it's a late time to stay up to, but I called him and I go, Hey, what's up, man? Did you look at your phone? You see the time? And he goes, Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. We did not. I had no, no idea. We did not go to bed early enough for this, but no. Hey, daylight savings. It'll be nice to have that extra light. So It'll be nice to have that light in my life. Yeah. I need it. A little no light in never. your life. Nothing better. Put a little <laughs> light in my life. What is that? That's some sort of song, isn't it? Uh, okay, Harry Potter uh, 5. Let's move on to 6. All right. Let's uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> just go ahead to 6. No, I, I like this movie a lot more than I thought that I would. Um, there are a number of reasons why I don't enjoy watching this movie, but uh, I will say that I don't enjoy parts of this movie, I should say, but I will say that, man, like the last like 45 minutes of this movie are so good. Yeah. Yeah. And I think there's some of the best Harry Potter that we get. Some of yeah, the best dueling really period, I think, yeah. in my opinion. And I think that really a big part of it is that I just don't really like this. I mean, this was probably the weakest book out of all of them. You know what I'm like? And the longest. Well, I think it, I don't know. I don't think it was weak. I think it was just long and tedious. I hated it. Well, I mean, the thing is, I mean, it's not like we have to worry about spoilers. Hopefully everybody's seen this, right? Um, 
Harry is just so unhappy, and he's acting like this right. like angsty teen the entire 17 book. Seventeen, yeah, kind right. of thing. Everybody's you know, out to get me, all that sort of stuff, band. because they literally are. Um, and while sure, that's where the storyline is going. It's just kind of hard to sit there with your main character just oh. being so angry and like ticked off the entire book, and then you have you know Professor Umbridge coming in, and she's just like you know. The, the embodiment worst. of Satan. <laughs> Dumbledore's just being a jerk. Yeah, it's just, it's a tough... Where is Dumbledore? Where is he? Where is he? I don't know. He's not there. Not looking at me. He's not never looking, looking at, at me. me. Look at me. <laughs> it's tough. It's tough to get through. So I think that, I think that David Yates actually does a pretty good job of bringing the, the bringing the book onto screen here. It's just that it's not necessarily my, my favorite storyline out of all the Harry Potters. So, um, anyway, but we can dig into it unless you guys have anything to talk about the just overall thoughts. We can dig into the actual plot line here. I saw the Michael Jackson thing last night. Just watching that documentary. Oh, put a timestamp on this then. <laughs> <laughs> we'll cut it out. Yeah. It's kind of like Kevin Spacey. We don't talk about that. <laughs> yeah. Well, it Kevin was Spacey. a bit of a thrill. What happened with him? It was Kevin Spacey. <laughs> What happened with Kevin Spacey? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, so how does the movie start out? I'm trying to think like... Don't kill Cedric. I know that. I know Cedric, your boyfriend. Come save me, mom. Where is your mom? Where is your mom? She's dead. That is one of my least favorite, favorite moments. There's in, my It's <laughs> one of my least favorite moments in seriously any movie. I hate that scene more than anything. Favorite scene, favorite character, favorite line. <laughs> All in the All first in one. one minute. Don't first one minute of this to Cedric. <laughs> it's just, oh man, that actor. I mean, I get it that they hired him when he was 11 and he was a small role then and he's a small role now. And so you can't expect too much out of him. But, oh, it's just. Harry Melling. Uh, in his defense, have you seen um, The Ballad of Buster Scruggs? No. He has no. a segment in it and he does, good. he does a fantastic job don't kill buster hey. <laughs> <laughs> who's buster your boyfriend <laughs> every single movie just the same one. Uh, no i mean i'm sure that he's fine and other stuff but he uh maybe but I hate this Maybe. line delivery. I hate the start of this. I understand that that's how the book started out, but mm-hmm. it just starts out on this weird thing. I do. And hate, those kids behind yeah. him are just laughing it up, having a ball. They over remind them. me. He reminds me so much of myself when I was younger. Just in like those kids. clothing. Yeah, just walking around a playground, just messing with kids. <laughs> really big basketball <laughs> shorts, boo-boo clothing, up, spiked up hair. Couple. Who's Cedric? Your boyfriend. <laughs> yeah this is very much what danny was like when he was you know that mixed 13. with the clockwork orange that was kind of that was very much me yeah you were pretty much you were pretty much uh the uh, terror du- you were dudley drinking milk <laughs> <laughs> the terror of the elder grove playground that's right they called Let's him the terror yeah. Anyway, I don't know, guys. It's in movies when you see kids getting picked on and the kids behind them just laughing so hard. Cronies. You're like, 
I don't know if this happens to the extent that it's happening right now. You know, kids pick yeah. on each other and kids make fun of each other. But I don't know if we have too many kids walking up going, where's your mother? Is she dead? And she then a dead. bunch of kids behind him going, oh, because oh, in reality, terrible. There's maybe one or two of them that think that's funny. And then the rest of the kids behind him are like, oh, geez, dude, it's mm, a little geez. far, don't you think? It's usually yeah. just more secretive and mean, if I'm being honest. Oh, yeah. Much more making fun of people behind their back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or like strong sarcasm or something like that, or like just inside jabs. Mm-hmm. Just like, oh, yeah. 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 Anyway, I don't know. That Who's scene. Cedric? Mm-hmm. The scene has always been rough to me, so just yeah. do not like it. However, I personally <laughs> think the scene directly following that when it starts to get um, crummy outside and they start running. Crumb. Crumb. Run, run. From the crumb. 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 Victor, I love you. Victor, I do. Okay. No, but really the the scene when they're running through the field, I've always loved that scene. And I think it really sets the sort of sets the standard for how David Yates sort of takes the Harry Potter direction. Just kind of. Yeah. and, And I might be using this term incorrectly, but I think the like steady cam. Or like maybe it's more like handheld almost. Yeah. Yeah. Where he's like running and it's like shaking and you're almost like another character running behind them. Mm-hmm. I've always really enjoyed just that shot of them running through the field. Getting to the tunnel too and the Dementes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With the Mentees. Yeah. The Dementos. I mean, it's um, an interesting thing to throw the handheld shaky cam in there for shaky a, cam, not a brief cam. moment in the movie, you know, and that's yeah. the purpose of that, you know style of filmmaking is to Mm -hmm. put you into the shoes of one of the characters of whatever. So yeah, no, I think it's an interesting, it's a cool little shot, but you know, whatever the mentors seem different. Yeah, no, they they don't have the did they cloaks. lose weight. Oh my gosh, yeah, did I you guys lose weight? <laughs> Hold on, expect a patrol. You guys look great. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sorry, I got you. Get, got to get you off my. Sorry, I got to do this. But. Yeah, you guys look great. <laughs> no, yeah, they lost the cloak. They like lost the, the, the cloak. Well, they, they didn't lose the whole cloak, but they had more of a hood. They had more of a Lord of the Rings ish thing in Prisoner of Azkaban, and this one it's just like flat, right? Draped head. And their their cloak is more form fitting. It's a slim fit. It was yeah. It's a slim fit V cut. Yeah, <laughs> they look great. They, yeah, Whatever they, they've been doing, <laughs> <laughs> they're looking. I mean, they're looking good. No, I mean they do. They do look pretty cool in this movie. I thought that their was... their legs are just so shriveled though because they're always floating. <laughs> they lift so much, but they just never do legs. Yeah, they're just, <laughs> just the tiny little draping. They just skip leg day. So <laughs> draping little legs. <laughs> the mentor when he gets home looks in the mirror. He's like, oh. <laughs> "Never mind me. Never mind." Um, but yeah, it's a fun scene, and then you got what's Mrs. Fig, whatever. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm glad that they they referenced Mrs. Fig. I mean, I know yeah. she was very minor in the books, but it was cool that because they, you know, they could have taken it in a different way. But it was cool that they stayed true to the books and had her just be a part of the movie. Yeah, I agree. She's she's cute. She's cute. Little Miss Fig walking around with a little suitcase and her raincoat. I mean, she just, you know, she's just there. So little old lady. Pretty good. What is like? That's what I. OK, so Mrs. Fig, right? You find out that she. Um, she's aware of the the wizarding world, but, and she's been sitting there watching over Harry she's for a, a long time. She's a squib. What does she do? She just lives. 
I mean, just hangs out, dude. What do you do? <laughs> <laughs> what do all muggles do? I don't know. I just yeah, I know. But what, like, what does she do? Does she have like a job or is yeah, she, she just always just looking out the window? Is she retired and like she just doesn't have any family? And so Dumbledore pretty much just found this lady that's like, well, she doesn't have anything else going on. So yeah. I'll tell her about the wizarding world and clearly she'll be obsessed with it. So <laughs> she'll, well, yeah, she'll do whatever I want. Doesn't that seem neighbor. like you could really take advantage of a lot of muggles? Well, that's Dumbledore, it's, man. Again, very manipulative. Very manipulative. What am I thinking of where there's a vampire that he, uh, oh, it's kind of like a Twilight. In, no, it's a, uh, what we do in the shadows where he's got that girl <laughs> that serves him, right? This is a vampire movie. Yeah. This girl serves him and she's just been doing and serving him for 10 years. And he's like, yeah, eventually I'll turn you into a vampire. So this will all be worth it. You know, yeah. I feel like that's what's happening with Dumbledore and Mrs. Fig, right? Deacon. He's like, yeah, I'll, you know, bakey, you can get, bakey. you can get more into this wizarding world. Uh, you just got to watch over this kid until he's 17. So it, it's just kind of, it's just a funny thing. Okay. Know. Manipulative. Yeah. Well, it yeah. could be too that she sees it as a great honor to keep an eye on the boy who lived. Well, of course. <laughs> of course she yeah. would. She doesn't know any better. She doesn't know anything about this world. It's true. It's very, I don't know. Dumbledore. She, yeah, she's Dumbledore after is Dobby. dealing in the shadows, is what's going yeah. on here, I think. He's so. a shadow lurker. He's a shadow lurker, baby. You heard it <laughs> first here. not nearly as great as you think he is. How much do you really know about Dumbledore? How much Ooh. do you really know about Dumbledore? Do you know, you really know that he Voldemort? met Cameron Diaz in a <laughs> in a small country cottage, <laughs> the suburbs of London? Dumbledore did. Oh, Jude Law. It was a Jude nice. Law I'm joke. Kidding. Yeah, it was a Judy Law joke. Glad to see did him. You know in... that he's married to Cameron Diaz. No, he's not. Did, did you know that Dumbledore is Mister Napkinhead? No, he's not. <laughs> they make. I, I think they make a little bit of a reference to that in. Uh, I'm Mister Napkinhead in a uh, Captain Marvel. Really? I I was reading some of the comments on Reddit. Mr. Napkinhead? And I don't understand the reference because I never saw that movie. Oh, you should? Yeah. But the holiday is fine. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> Everybody loves the holiday and I watch it and I go, this is pretty good. Jack Black, I do have to say it's his, it's one of his only roles that I like him in, but I don't love him in. Well, he is... It's not like he is doing anything badly because he's never done anything badly in his entire life. But in his life, I think yeah. that the character is just poorly written. And yeah. I mean, Jack Black shows up at the end of the movie, really. Like he's in yep. it for a little bit. But I mean, it's almost like the love interest for uh, Kate, Winslet Kate Winslet in that Winslet. movie is the old guy. You know what I mean? It almost is. And you it's would just, almost rather she ends up like kissing the old guy at the end. And you're like, well, that's kind of yeah. weird. But because Jack Black is like on the cover, but it's like he's like the fifth lead. <laughs> you know, he, he could yeah. even be the sixth lead. There's probably that guy that's in England that's trying to ensnare Kate Winslet is probably the oh, yeah. fourth lead. He probably has and a bigger the old part. Guy. Yeah. Anyway. So if you guys are done talking about the holiday, we uh, have the Order of the Phoenix to talk about. <laughs> I would love to talk more about the holiday, but if we must move on, then we must. So <laughs> we can talk more about it later. Yeah. <laughs> Perhaps later. Perhaps later. <laughs> um, so after that, you know, Harry gets in trouble by the Ministry of Magic and well, the owl comes and yeah, that's justice. Oh yeah. And Mr. Dursley has yes. that nice uh, moment with the spoon out of his mouth. 
How much do you think Mr. Dursley's making for these? Oh, I hate it. You know, like how much are you getting paid for that small, small role? He's good though. Is that actor still alive? I think no, he died. He died. Yeah. I'm trying to think. Can you guys think of any of the Harry Potter movies in which I almost feel like this is the one that he has the least screen time? Good. He's not even in the fourth one. Is he not? No. I'm trying to think. Yeah. Nothing. None of them are in the fourth they one. They just right? skip completely over. They them. skip and they just go. They start immediately with the Weasleys. Doesn't doesn't Dudley show up right at the end, right before Wormtongue or Wormtail comes out and goes, "Don't kill Cedric <laughs> <laughs> in the graveyard." Little baby. How Voldemort. does the fourth one start? I'm trying to remember. It's uh, the old man. The old man. That's right. And then and he then wakes it, up. He goes, I've had a cadaver. And he goes, yep. And yep. Harry yep. wakes up at yep. the burrow. That's right. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So there's there not, you have it. The Dursleys aren't even in the fourth one. So there you go. They're probably For not more in on there. Goblet of Fire. Check out our last episode. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty fun. Um, and that's pretty cool um so yeah harry gets in trouble and they say that he's kicked out and then uh i think it's dumbledore gets on board and he is able to get harry a uh meeting uh with the ministry of magic in which he uh to present his case and so then uh mr uh weasley takes harry potter to the ministry of magic for all that and they do the phone they they need a like a nice little fun song going there i think maybe they do there's a little like going through the ministry something like that yeah sure no i like the music a lot in uh five six and seven i like the Different themes they have. Nicholas Hooper. Who does the music for this one? Is it Spielberg? Nicholas or? Hooper. Spielberg. Or? <laughs> <laughs> the guy that doesn't even do music. <laughs> is it Josh Brolin? George Lucas. <laughs> this, this one's Michael Buble. Yeah. Music for <laughs> <Yes>. this. <laughs> Harry. Heading <laughs> to the ministry. <laughs> flushing down a toilet. Anyway. Um, Yuck. Well, then they go to the Ministry of Magic, mm-hmm. and that's when, like, that's when the wizarding world... I mean, I don't know if you guys caught this. It's really subtle in this film, but the Ministry of Magic isn't very effective. Did you guys catch on to that? Not great at what they do. <laughs> it's just like... Yeah. Far too many departments. <laughs> what not is going enough. on? <laughs> so many <Just> people. chaos. <laughs> Absolute like, chaos. This is seriously one of my, like, biggest hang-ups on Harry Potter. And it's fine. I mean, like, I get that she's writing a kid's book, kids book and, like, she didn't necessarily, you know, think of the inner workings of the governmental policies and stuff with the <laughs> wizarding world. But it's like... What happens in the wizarding world here? Like, it says that, like, Cornelius Fudge is elected, but I've never seen that happen. And how often does he get elected? Rufus Scrimgour is just appointed to Minister of Magic after uh, Cornelius Fudge, like, you know, 
gets canned or whatever the heck happens. And so like, I don't understand where like the prime minister or the minister of magic is elected from. Where's the legislative body that he would be elected from? He's prime minister. Oh that would like lead me to believe that there's some sort of legislative body. Where is is it the Wizengamot or the Wizengamot? Whatever, the Wizengamot? Like that stupid group of the people that Harry goes and talks to in this next scene. Like, what are they? Are they just sitting there like hearing stupid cases about a kid using magic during the summer? Or are they yeah, actually like, they like have nothing better to do? Yeah. A little case of underage magicry. What's the policy here? No, come on. I'm not, I'm not kidding though. Like this place (laughs) is, it seems ridiculous. And even that group, there's people that are working various other jobs with like department agencies. Like they're effectively bureaucracy, right? It's like, what is this body of people? What do they do? Where do they belong? I just don't understand the wizarding world. They're wizards, David. They have wands and they do cool magic stuff. I just think that. The wizarding world, they say, they think that they're so above everybody and they think that they are so much, they're so superior to muggles, right? right. Yet they're like utilizing like archaic freaking policies to govern their people. You know I what I agree. mean? I just the infrastructure so... of their governing head is just in shambles <laughs> constantly. Just, yeah. But what do you do? And it's so corrupt. <laughs> like they're like manipulating the freaking uh daily profit every day. It's just like what do you guys not have like any control over this? I, I just man, the wizarding hey, man, world they just got falls rid of the apart. owls in the elevators. So I mean, that was a, yeah, there wasn't owl droppings in the elevators. It's a big step. It's a big step. Yeah, I just that was a big step. I just have a hard time believing that, like, because it seems like they've adopted some you know practices from what the muggle what the muggle world has done, but. I don't know. You'd think they'd be like, yeah, they actually have a better, the Muggles are doing this better than we are. We should. Yeah. Maybe we should adopt some of these practices instead of this like weird version where it seems like a democracy, but at the end of the day, it's actually not at all. Like it just doesn't make any sense. to me. (laughs) I mean, you'd think JK Rowling would have a better idea. I mean, George Lucas did it. The intricacies of intergalactic space trade. He did a very good job explaining. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good point. (laughs) Cause that was really entertaining. I want is like a cup of coffee and I'm really just going to go. That. All it takes is like two lines though for me to hear that like there's an election going on or somebody's like running something for some dialogue that makes you understand what's happening. Yeah, cuz it's just a small clip. It just seems like there's like you know, a small this select group of people that are in yeah, this like bureaucratic big... state and they just keep appointing people to various positions. Well, it's almost it's like... archaic in a sense because <laughs> he's just <laughs> using the words that I used. <laughs> Oh, well played, well played. <laughs> all right, all right. Okay, well, well it's like there's can... a whole like bureaucratic legislature. <laughs> I could go on about this for so much longer, but what is this body of policy? <laughs> <laughs> it just seems extremely ineffectual, and for a people that consider themselves to be so superior to Muggles, it doesn't make any sense. Cool. All right. Snooze button has been hit. Harry Potter goes on. into the committee uh, and he is supposed to. What, would, what did it start like 10 minutes ago or 15 minutes ago or something like that? The podcast? No, no, no. The. Uh, no, it starts what? in the trial like, in five minutes. Oh, he's they like, changed it. Got pushed it. Back. They changed when, it. When's it start? And he's like, five minutes. No, he says yeah, five minutes ago. Like, no, no, he's not late. He's not he late. He's just right on, on time. time. 
Yeah. He says, like, You're in five wrong. minutes. Kingsley Shacklebolt, they change it. I'd bet my life on this. Ooh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, I don't geez. know. You're going to be. Hey, Kingsley <laughs> Shacklebolt. <laughs> Good character. Good stuff. Well, One I love Kingsley in the books. You know, did, is, I'm sorry, is it in the fourth? Or, it's in the fifth one uh, that they do the whole flying. They, they get Harry yeah. from the, the Dursleys. Yep. Yep, that's it is. Fun they scene. break they break him out of the Dursleys in the beginning. Yeah. See a bunch of oars come pick Harry up. Yeah, we kind of skipped straight to the ministry. We skipped a lot of stuff. Yeah, they fly all the way to the house and he sees Sirius. Oh my gosh. And all that we stuff. Did, we did skip a lot. Yeah, sorry guys. I kind of forgot about that. Oh yeah. Okay, well let's talk about that scene. I hate Tonks, man. She's so annoying. <laughs> Don't oh, like call Tonks is me like the- Nymphadora. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure that I, she I has her fans out there. Hate, but yeah, okay. I, I always speak in strong terms. So, um, but only a Sith deals in absolute. I. <laughs> Um, I just don't like her. I don't know. I like that actress. I think she's good. I think that, you know, when we're referencing back to, what was yeah. that, the fourth book where, mm-hmm. you know, you have the middle schoolers up in the crowd and they're shooting, you know, t-shirts into the audience <laughs> Woo, and the kids are going yeah. nuts. The that's what that, guys. that's what that seems like to me. The Nymphadora yeah. stuff that seems just like playing to the back of the house, baby, playing to those like 13, 14 year old yes. girls that are like, ah, oh, change your hair. She it. looks like a little piggy. Yeah. It's just. Yeah, I, w- I wouldn't go as far as to say hate. I think she does some pretty cool stuff eventually, or she she at least has a couple good scenes, but Hater. man, some of these openings, yeah, like her opening scene is literally that don't call me Nymphadora, and she kind of turn her hair turns, and you're like, it's like, coming on a little strong. Yeah, it's purely for like exposition of who this character yeah. is. <laughs> who and, is well, they do th- and, they d- and they do that in the book, but it's just... It's more subtly done in the yeah, book, it's I more think. subtle, you know. Anyway, I mean, it's, you know, it's a small scene or whatever, but yeah, then they do get picked up and they go flying around. That's fun. Yeah, go flying around, flying around, flying around. Then they Mad get to I the Moody's, house. Uh, oh, gee, thank God we didn't skip burden. that scene. <laughs> I know. Oh, wow. This is so great to talk about. You know what? Should we skip I do, back I to do the like the, I do like that scene when he gets to the burrow and Molly sees uh, Hedwig and she's like, is Harry here? And then they it just does a shot up the burrow and yeah. everyone's kind of poking their heads out. Harry? I think oh, I know if my here? best friend was here. I think I know if my best friend was here. Right. And then the the ear and the cat gets it. Yeah, that's fun. That's fun. Don't whip out your wands. Mm-hmm. Every time. Introduction yeah, yeah. to creature. When you kind of, you kind of hear him. having him. Creature would be the best to have around the house. I would love to have a little like house elf just walking around. Just yeah, he just hates everything. (laughs) You're like, hey, how's it going, Danny? How you doing? That's good. It'd be great. I would love if that guy was just walking around because you're just, he's blameless. You know, you're like, you don't know any better. You're just a little house elf. Creature, idiot. can you grab me a <laughs> glass of water? Them? Oh, yes, master, of course. You stupid. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, creature. What a good idea. Yeah. Um, and Sirius is there. Sirius says something. Yeah. That is my well, he godson. Starts trying, to tell him. He starts trying to tell him something. He's like, no, you have to know this. And then finally, Molly's like, stop. He's you know? too young. Too, too old. Too old. <laughs> <laughs> too old to begin to 
oh yeah, this is a this is a point that I wanted to make too. Harry is so happy to see Sirius. Yeah. And I think that that's very nice. Like I like the relationship between those two, but uh, do you forget about Lupin? He was like just as close with your dad. Right. Why does Sirius always get all the attention from Harry? And he just is like, oh yeah. And what's up Lupin? You know, it's like, come on. Oh uh, yeah. What up, Lupin? They're like seated. all best friends. Right. He just identifies him as a godfather because he has yeah. that label. But in reality, it's Gary Lupin, Oldman. Lupin has been just as much of a father. Right. To right. Harry. I guess that's, that's true. That's true though. You know, gun to my head. Who do I pick? David Thewlis or. Gary, Gary Oldman. Oldman. <laughs> it's got to be Gary, baby. Got to be Gary. It's Gary Oldman. Yeah. And Stones. It's, it's Tim Tebow. It's Tim Tebow. <laughs> In the end. Well, we saw the running back run it 70 yards, but at the beginning of the play, look who handed him the ball. It's Tim Tebow. God, I loved that. That, that was, was a good so bit. Fun. That was fun. The bit was we'd always give Tim P- Tim Tebow the credit for any play that happened when he was playing. Um, uh, fun hearing, and you get to see yeah. Umbridge. Yep. Yeah. She she does a phenomenal job. Uh-huh. Oh, she's fantastic. It, it, like she goes full on. Yeah, and I mm-hmm. think also, and you were saying that this book you hate it because Harry's so. Uh, angsty and Umbridge is awful, but I also think that that's a testament to how good the writing is. Right, that you yeah. can have yeah. that just anger reading it, and I do remember reading this book and just being angry. So I think, I think that that to me tells me that that was pretty well written. That yeah. she could evoke that emotion from you. Well, and in Daniel Radcliffe, I mean, I'll touch on it a little bit later, but I think this is. One of his best movies, acting wise, I think this is probably the best because then he almost starts Paul Bettanying it, starts like overacting a little bit towards the end. I think this one he kind of hits a little stride. I think this was before he started heavily drinking and right. <laughs> Seriously, yeah, I, I think, think he did. <clears throat> he did, but did he really? Yeah, yeah, he was. He was. So don't laugh, Danny. <laughs> I mean, I think he, he kind of <laughs> developed. A, in all seriousness, I think he developed kind of a pretty serious issue with drinking and being either very hungover or drunk during filming. Well, you heard it here first, folks. Um, Daniel <laughs> <laughs> Radcliffe. Oh, I was going to say something. Oh, no. But like the thing about Daniel Radcliffe is like when I think of Harry Potter, like in this one, I think of a lot of the good stuff he did. But I haven't really watched the sixth, seventh, or eighth movies in a while. And so I don't remember what I think of for the sixth. But in the seventh one, I picture him dancing with Hermione. Doing the Which dumb is dance. Not, a be- not a great yep. scene. In the eighth one, I picture him grabbing Voldemort's face and saying, let's do this as we should have, uh, like as let's we started. This as we, yeah. Together. Together. And then they fall off. And it's like both those moments, dumb. not great. But I mean, it's not like he's it's pretty good. Not it's not like his Daniel. performance is bad and by any means, but it's just those are crappy moments in the movies. Yeah. No, I think five and six are my <laughs> two favorite of the entire series. Yeah, I'm excited for six because six is good. I really don't remember six, six very really well. Good. Yeah. So that'll that'll, that'll well. Be and actually, Draco kind of steals the show in six. He does. Draco's mm-hmm. demise. Yep. His conflict. The conflict. Sectem Sempra. Oh. Oh, for enemies. Yeah. 
enemies of the air beware (laughs) well um where were we are we wait are we still we're still in the meeting so we got to get past the ministry (laughs) we got to get out of here i got to get out of here uh dumbledore steps in ignores harry big whoop i mean pretty much i will say that like I mean, we can talk about Umbridge later, but yeah, it's it's good to see Dumbledore come in and he kind of owns it. And then Harry's pretty much good to go. But you really start to see um, Cornelius Fudge falling apart. Panic. In, in like, <laughs> he's not back. Yeah. And I understand that, you know, the Dumble or the Voldemort thing is like a really, you know, point of contention where people yeah, are like it's a big deal no way he's not back that there can't be any way that's but not possible it, i mean just the way that cornelius fudge begins to behave there's got to be something you know there's got to be some check on the executive power here because he is just <laughs> running amok oh, i'm sorry he is it's insane it. man like it's ridiculous it's no, form no of he is just running amok. yeah and he's controlling the daily profit like you know yeah, just, exactly. It's like, the like how daily, much power does this guy have? Yeah, because isn't that like the Daily Prophet is a newspaper, and then there's the Quibbler, which is run by Luna's dad or whatever, yeah. and Xenophilius. Yeah, Xenophilius, Lovegood, <laughs> and that's like that's supposed to be the true, it. you know, what really what people are really, uh, you know, the real information is coming from, and it's like, well, you got two newspapers here. I mean, it's just it's crazy. Like nothing else. Well, and all you know, I don't know, guys. It's okay. It's okay. Let it out. It's been let it out. It's been like you know, freaking checks on uh, like authority since like the Magna Carta. There's been an English Bill of Rights. I didn't. I mean, you guys are taking place in England. (laughs) Hello, England. It's insanity. (laughs) What did what did wizards do during World War II? I just want to know. I just uh, want to know. I mean, I do too, uh, David. Fantastic Beast will kind of see some stuff. That's true. Maybe well, yeah. regarding the war. Yeah. I'll bet they I, bring it in. Well, that's okay. And here's another point, guys. Sorry, I'm just going to keep going. Um, when they're talking about, like, you know, Voldemort's, he's building up, he's building up his army. And these you know, things are getting really intense here and blah, it, blah. It feels like, like magical creatures. Time. It feels like last time. And it's like you got the Order of the Phoenix, and they act like it's like this giant, you know, conflict and all that stuff. Doesn't it kind of feel like just a squabble between like eight people? It's just like, yeah, a couple, <laughs> a couple tribes just, kind yeah. of fighting over something. And like, and you like know, the fourth one, Voldemort, the like, US summons Army brings all in, his guys. You know, some tanks and freaking, <laughs> yeah. you know, something else. It's like, yeah, that's not an army. Yeah. No matter what we spell have, you got there. Voldemort's like, I have four guys <laughs> already. <you> <laughs> right now, I have like seven people that <laughs> are with me. And I'm really powerful. It's really, really dangerous stuff. And then there's a break in Azkaban. And now I have 12. Now I have 12. Sniper from a mile away looking through the window. <laughs> yeah. Voldemort's dead. Seriously. I got a gun in my room. I can go, go kill this guy. <laughs> How about you don't? <laughs> just bring a gun, Harry. I just, man, like sometimes when you're no just kidding. watching. Just, they're like, yeah, we're going to call in the Muggle SWAT team. Yeah. Take them out. Seriously. I give it I give it to like New York's finest. I bet they could like disseminate see, this like, entire thing pretty quickly. I'd love to see the raid redemption except for just against wizards right that'd be pretty sick i mean seriously 
What is like, you know, like a U.S. Navy SEAL team, like SEAL Team 6, give them a go at Voldemort. I wonder if they can get it done. <laughs> we'll get the job Voldemort's done, sir. L- he's literally just going to be sitting like having coffee and he's going to be like, oh, what is this? <laughs> who are you guys? Yeah, it's like They're the like- Saving Private Ryan where he like looks over and just kind of like sees something move off in the distance and then just. Yeah. Shoo. Yep. Yeah. Anyway, so they get to Hogwarts. <laughs> I know <laughs> they get to Hogwarts, and uh, I mean, oh, don't you guys want to talk about Sirius dropping Harry off at the train? He's shaggy dog. <laughs> oh yeah, you guys want to spend some time Voldemort. on another scene that just is kind of whatever. Uh, weird Voldemort snake suit scene guy. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's, that's me every day. That's true though. There is that scene where Voldemort's looking really. Quite interesting. Looks pretty good. Yeah, well, Harry's connection with Voldemort in this movie really starts being established, and it's like, wow, this guy's really peeking into your mind, man. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, yeah, that's crazy. And they get to Hogwarts. I kind of forget what happens at the beginning of the Well, Umbridge Hogwarts, makes her uh, speech at the, at the feast, yeah. and, <laughs> and Ron says, uh, yeah. what a load of waffle. He says, what a load of waffle. Yeah. Wow. I, I've always waffle. loved that he makes that comment. What a load of waffle. Yeah. Did you watch it with the subtitles? Always, baby. Yeah. But you catch, you catch things. See, he catches a lot more than we do. And I watch the extended version of Lord of the Rings. Oh, oh here we go again. <laughs> yeah. right. No, that's extended. No, that that's was extended. extended. They should make yeah. an extended version of this. That would be cool. I'd yeah. watch it. Would you guys watch it if I made a documentary about uh, government within the wizarding world. <laughs> I probably <laughs> maybe would. I'd have it on. No, nope, I'll do, I'll do my own spinoff podcast and Rather do as much research girl. as I can. Um, what else is going on at Hogwarts though? You get Seamus Finnegan. He's all pissed at Harry and yeah. uh, you know, Seamus like attempting don't to, you ever talk my mom about my mother to be sarcastic. <laughs> right. Oh, let me guess. Uh, <laughs> You're just like, oh, boy, you're not up to the same level oh, as the rest of the crew. Yeah, man, that that poor Seamus Finnegan kid, he like that actor. He just was not he's not cut yeah. out for it. He was better with just dealing with pyrotechnics. Yeah. Yeah. Couple of the explosion and everyone. And it's like, oh, yeah, Seamus. Cool. Yeah. Moving on. No, Because he's know, he's pretty give bad him lines. Don't I will say that about my mother that way. He's pretty bad. But I do love when Ron comes up and he's like. I'm like, do you really believe that all he's all he's saying here? He's like, yeah, I do. Yeah. You know what they never address is that Ron yeah, like that has become a prefect. Ron and Hermione. Oh, Ron and Hermione. Yeah. And Harry oh, does well. not. And he was a little peeved about that as well in right. the books. Well, that's cool. Um, oh, wow. So cool, guys. Um, yeah. Then Why'd after they pick that, Ron, though? Ron actually does kind of suck. Well, it's between. Ron, Neville, Seamus, and Dean. Oh, yeah, I guess. Good point. Should have picked Dean. Yeah, I was going to say, how's Dean doing? If we don't really hear from him. Dean Thomas. We never see Dean in the movies. He seems pretty cool. And that guy seems pretty cool. <laughs> um, yeah, but then, I mean, it kind of jumps straight into, like, the raising the army thing, right? Well, they're going no. through class, and they have that moment where Harry speaks out uh, oh, against Umbridge. Uh, Lord Voldemort. Yeah, and that's a cool scene. I like that. <laughs> huh. Hmm. Let me think for a second. Uh, yeah. Voldemort, maybe? 
Well, and the other thing that's like crazy is that Umbridge comes in, right? And she makes that big speech. And then uh, they're like, what did that mean? And Hermione's like, uh, it means that the Ministry of Magic is going to be affecting uh, Hogwarts. That's what Ron says, uh, Waffle, too. Yeah. Which, like, could you guys imagine if your government actually had a say in the education of the youth of that country? Sucks, dude. (laughs) <laughs> Wouldn't that be crazy? Like, what kind of world would you be living in if the government wow. actually, like, came I'm in and, like, did anything with the schooling? Teaching's so fun. <laughs> and so smart. Um, but, yeah, and then they, uh, he speaks out against Umbridge. Oh, let me guess. Uh, Voldemort. Let me guess. Uh, Voldemort. Duh. Um, gets detention. But yeah. Oh, and, then, and that's you know, the yeah, I will not tell lies on the um, bridge. Yeah. I must not tell lies and mm-hmm. the scratching on the back of the hand. That's pretty tough. That's crazy that, that, that they would allow like and like Filch is like, yeah, we used to hang kids up in chains and we send them to the Forbidden Forest. to God, die. I miss the <laughs> screaming. <laughs> Gosh. Like, wow. These uh, detentions are pretty awful. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Gets the job done. Teach his kid corporal punishment, baby. That's right. <laughs> no. <laughs> Gosh. Um, I'm just trying to move on so badly, but every topic I bring up ends up becoming something. Some political um, debate about What our- else? And there's a thing about sunshine in there somewhere, I think. Something about sunshine and happiness. <laughs> Never talk about what, whatever you want. You guys want to talk about that? <laughs> well, this is, it's a dark book. We're going to get dark here. Gee whiz. Okay. All right. <laughs> Boys do know how to tackle. All right. Um, well, what happens after that, David? Oh. <laughs> Why ask me? <laughs> I honestly haven't watched this movie in a couple weeks. I don't remember movie. the beginning as well as I should. Does Haggard come back ever? Or? Not until about halfway through. <laughs> Hagrid comes back and he starts clapping or something. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I remember. No, they, you know, I must not tell lies. And is there Quidditch? No. <laughs> There's no Quidditch in this one. There, yeah. There's um, not? I don't think there really is. No. Huh. Just in There's six. no Quidditch in this one. They bring it back in six. Wow. Yeah. And Harry has the kind of thing with Cho going on. Well, let's just get into Dumbledore. Let's, go into, let's get into Dumbledore's army because I think that happens pretty soon here, doesn't it? Yeah. 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 So the kids resolve that they're like, okay, well, we're not going to actually be taught like the serious implications of this stuff and actually how serious. to use these spells. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to just come up with our own class and Harry's going to teach us because Harry's the guy that knows all this. And I do like that scene where they meet up and Harry hogs head. Yeah. And they are going on about like, you know, he did this in his second year and he did this in his third year, blah, blah. And he's like, when you say it like that, it's great. But most of that stuff was luck. And I almost had, and I had help almost every time, you know, that whole speech is really, I really like that scene. Yeah. And that, I mean, kind of goes to add to the argument that Daniel Radcliffe, this might be, his finest two hours and 12 minutes or whatever, mm-hmm. however long the running, running time is. But he's good. Also, we have, we have Luna Lovegood. We haven't even talked yeah, about her. Luna they inter- they introduce her in the Yeah, Luna Lovegood and Thestrals. Yeah. Old Luna. Cool. Nargles. Luna is also a character that you're just like, fine. 
Anybody that likes she, Luna Lovegood, she's playing they're in like the back row. Really into she's that. She's playing to the crowd. Yeah, it's playing to the kids. And I'm like, oh, yeah, it's fun. Everybody that was weird growing up, you know, looks at Luna and they're like, oh, I, you know. I identify myself. The cheers, you know, one, one point for the weird ones. I think I felt like that when this came out. I was like, yeah, Luna. I'm weird too, kind of, I think. No, right? you're like, I'm just more like Ron. <laughs> yeah. I just like to eat. <laughs> I'm more like Seamus. Don't you ever talk about that? Way? <laughs> uh, I'm more like Cedric. Well, I mean, they kind of, yeah, they stumble across the room of requirement Neville does. And so they start building up Dumbledore's army, start practicing all those montages. Which are really oh, good. Yeah. They are. I love those montages. That's that's when the movie, because this movie, the first 45 minutes for me is just like, hmm. Pretty good, I guess. You know? Yeah. But the second act with the DA is quite entertaining. <laughs> I really enjoy that. What? Just because I said DA? No, I thought about something funny that you've said a long time ago. It's skipping forward to like the Christmas time and Harry's talking to Cho. Oh, okay. Well, no, I want to get that joke out though because okay. it is, it's a good one. Um, but I love the montage and I love them, you know, getting to see Harry in action. Mm-hmm. And Harry has some great lines. And uh, yeah, there's some some really cool stuff there. And you also get to see the development of the romantic relationship between Harry and Cho, yeah. which is kind of hot. No, but, <laughs> but kind of hot. But, it, <laughs> but it's it's tough to like. It's tough to think about that relationship, uh, though, because she was dating Cedric Diggory, the kid that died last year. And then Harry's just kind of like swooping in, you know, and obviously yeah. they had like a little bit of a connection the year before. Yeah. But I mean, you would just I mean, you just feel weird about it. You're like, she's, she's very conflicted. Hermione talks about that. How can do you want how can yeah. one person feel all that? And then they do the really fake laugh that helps Harry get through the end. I like Hermione's laugh in that scene. I think all three of them are very fake. <laughs> yeah. But. <laughs> that was like a laugh. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know. I mean, Hey, yeah. Joe, how's it going? You want to talk about your dead boyfriend? <laughs> yeah. It's like, geez, feeling a little vulnerable right now. So. Just feeling a little, a little scared. Harry knows how to strike. That's right. Get her vulnerable. The boy who lives, Most of the baby. time it was just luck, huh? <laughs> Won't <Sure>. you? <laughs> Sorry about your boyfriend. Want you want to get down with the boy who lived? Oh, <laughs> so like the boy who died. Try the boy who lived. Oh, let's try the boy who lives, baby. That What's is up, Cho? Tough joke, guys. <laughs> yeah. What's up, Cho? Uh, but I like the scene right before they go home for Christmas vacation because it Christmas shows. Day. Um. Because Harry sees Cho kind of like lingering behind next to that board. And obviously she's looking at a picture of Cedric. So that's really setting the mood. But um, cue Cedric. Um, And then (laughs) the Weasley twins. (laughs) From behind the mirror. (laughs) Every time it echoes. That would would be the best. Every time they showed a picture of Cedric. Cedric. Or some sort of like, yeah, some sort of call to Cedric. Anybody says his name, you just hear kind of in the back of Harry's mind. Don't kill Cedric. Even softer mumble. Who's Cedric, your boyfriend? (laughs) 
Oh, that's a good one, Danny. That's pretty funny. That's good. But that was funny. If you think about like when so Harry goes up there and the Weasley twins kind of come talk to him and he's like, that's great, guys. Can you give me a moment? And just like walks yeah. past him very, you know, he's the teacher in yeah, that moment. Very just like, hairy. I don't have time for yep. this. And he walks up to Cho and has a conversation with her or whatever. And the room of requirement puts the mistletoe down. And in that moment, it's like, I thought it was a bit much that suddenly the bed kind of, you know, came out of there and the music uh, turned off. Yeah. Austin Powers. <laughs> that's what we're like. That's something that Danny and I have talked about before, though, is that like, how many times has a guy been looking to snog a girl, like mm-hmm. wandering the halls of, uh, you know, Hogwarts, and all of a sudden the room of requirements just, just like pops up and there's like a total like, like cool there. hangout little area. Sure. Just want to give you the option. <laughs> hey, it's available to you hey, if you'd like. I'm open. We're here. No, I, I like that scene because we've always joked about, you know, he gets past Fred and George and then he's about to get to Cho and Neville comes out of nowhere. Happy Christmas, Harry. <laughs> it's like, just, oh, it's like oh, uh, get out of here, Neville. Finally snaps. Gets past him and then Dudley. Just, don't <laughs> you. <laughs> so many, like a comedic <laughs> amount of things he has to get through to wade through to get to Cho. Um, he doesn't like you. I don't like you. That into you. Sorry. I'm on to those um, 12 systems. You'll be dead. You'll be dead. That's Star Wars A New Hope, Bar scene. Cantina Star Wars scene. A New Hope. You heard it here first on KYWLRL567. So, so then have, Mr. Weasley gets bitten yeah. by a snake. <laughs> so the then dream. the snake gets Weasley. And yeah. in the book, I think that that scene is a lot more interesting. Um, in the movie, it's just kind of like this random like you know random dream sequence that happens and then they go to Dumbledore's office and Harry does the look at me yeah just pretty good pretty good delivery there Danny boy yeah Uh, and you kind of see what's going on let me try I can try it look at me it's pretty good it was pretty good yeah different look at me but he's the joker little Heath bar there little little Heath bar on that you gotta clean your ledger out Okay, I'll try Harry. Look at me! <laughs> Not quite the same, huh? Nope. 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 <laughs> <laughs> What's, uh, oh, so, but they go up to the office and Dumbledore's there. And, uh, yeah, I mean, that's that's all good. But then he starts his occlumency lessons with mm-hmm. Snape, which yes. is pretty cool. I, I really enjoy, and it's later that they do the one where he, well, we can get to that later. Then prove it. You can honestly talk about it. Well, I mean, I just might as well. Yeah, I suppose we'll probably not get back to it. Um, Real quick before you do that, like uh, before you go on to discussing that scene, I just think that I think it's cool when J.K. Rowling brings up um, examples of types of magic that would actually be applicable and like Mm. would have to exist. You know, the idea of invading somebody else's mind and like taking over their brain and stuff like that and occlumency. I mean, that makes sense why that would happen. You know, like the ridiculous curse with the bogger and stuff. It's just kind of like ridiculous. That's fun. You know, whatever. Mm -hmm. But like that's occlumency is definitely one. It's like, yep, that would totally exist and people would get really into it. You know what I mean? You'd need to. Yeah, I agree. No, I think it's a very useful form. 
Um, but I just, I just really enjoyed, um, it's not that first scene with the occupancy, but it's later where he, he's like feeling sentimental and he's pulls him back out. Like you don't initially know that he's doing his lesson. Um, but just, you know, Harry's desperate plea to Snape to just stop. I just have always really Oh, I do that like that scene. too. Mm-hmm. I like that a lot too. He's just like, stop, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mine is hurting so vulnerable. me. Mm-hmm. I think, didn't we um, at one point have a joke where he invades his mind and he's, he's thinking about Cho in, oh, yeah. in a certain way? <laughs> I just always think. But he's thinking about Cho like actually in the room of requirement in Snape's Hall. Oh. Just know exactly what's going on now. Yeah. Then he invades Snape's mind and Snape's thinking the same. (laughs) (laughs) You creepy dude. Uh, But then, I mean, but we might as well just talk about that. Like quickly, that scene where Snape invades Harry's mind or then Harry turns it back on him. Right. Mm -hmm. And he, you go and see, let's, let's pull off Snivy's trousers. Yeah. You see James, his dad kind of being the bully, which he was, is Kind of cool. No, but I mean, kind of hot. But that scene is like that would be tough, man. If you saw your yeah. dad do something like that, you're like being a jerk. That is a real because it was pretty weak, you know. That was dangling mm, some kid upside down and like pulling down his pants or whatever. That's I mean textbook bowling targeted, yeah, <laughs> targeted that. ridicule against one student. That's yeah, yeah, that's very that's much textbook. Yeah, very much bowling. Yeah, I mean that's that's pretty pretty freaking mean mm-hmm. so anyway yeah i mean that scene's just it's tough but it's good where is your mom she did yeah um, <laughs> dudley's face <laughs> <laughs> the dark lord like looks into harry's mind and just has to hear Duncan Cedric, like 80 times he's like echoing in the back he's really i don't want to be here anymore really hung up on this boyfriend <laughs> oh god that kills me but yeah then he kind of yeah he reverses it and Protego. does that and this is uh, at this point umbridge has started nailing those things to the the, the educational getting, decrees yeah yeah all yeah. those that, different rules well, in that music montage too dun, 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 dun. yeah yeah and it builds up at a certain I like point that. i do yeah. like that musical cue mm-hmm. that's good yeah. bombata no bombata maxima or something what is it bombata when maxima yeah. Yeah. She blows up the wall into the uh, rumor requirement. That's that's good. Showing all, all that uh, stuff. Yeah. yeah. Malfoy, the team, trying to catch him. The inquisitor. Inquisitor. Inquisitorial. But then there is that, there is that, uh, that, I mean, is this skipping too far ahead? The owl scene? The, the twin scene when they fly into the owls and do the big explosion firework thing that's at the end that's at the owls oh during oh i see what you're saying with the owls yeah i mean that's like yeah. one of my favorite parts of this Fred movie and, George's and the book exit from yeah. hogwarts it was the, in the book that was like the coolest chapter i was so stoked when that happened you're just like yes man they did it and it's so cool in the book and this it they do really a good cool. job you know it's it's very yeah it's very interesting and very cool but, but we skipped over hagrid's coming back i was gonna say we, yeah, we, we missed hagrid and grop I and mean, what else is what, there's really but not there's that much not to say much about to that say. like whatever uh, hagrid well, comes that's, back see that's the thing the cgi in this movie 
I feel like isn't up to par. Grop looks pretty bad. Mm-hmm. He looks terrible. But like the werewolf of Azkaban looked a lot better. And gosh, <laughs> a little hot. <laughs> and he's kind of tall. Um, yeah, but yeah, Grop looks like crop. <laughs> he looks terrible. He doesn't look very he's good. Seriously, it's just not good. I'm down to skip over that scene. Yeah. Also, there's the big breakout from Azkaban, and you oh, get to see freaking Helena Bonham Carter. Oh, she's incredible. That that scene is one of the best in the entire series. When you oh. see that wall explode, and you see Bellatrix Lestrange like kind of wander cackling. up and then just start cackling. It's oh. like... Oh man, she's incredible. She man. is. If, if so I do have to pick incredible. a character, I'd say she's my favorite. She's mine as well. Yeah, yeah, she's mine too. Wow, really? All three of I us? I changed it from last time. What do you mean by last time? <laughs> have we done this before? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, we haven't. Have we recorded this podcast once and then? Had so that's a funny thing before. for the listeners, just to clue you in. Um, Dave and I already recorded this episode and we had a technical difficulty and <laughs> so we lost. it got deleted. So a two hour conversation of Dave and I is just lost. So it's gone. So we it's- put it off for a couple weeks because we knew we had to talk it again, but here we are. Here we are talking. And it's actually nice though. Cause we have Zach this time. It's really nice. And so it's fresh. We got Zach on here. Yeah. Um, and the other one wasn't even that great. Anyway, we were extremely inappropriate. I mean, it was just, yeah, Danny was dropping the, the whole thing the entire time. It was wild. Yep. Oh wow. Yep. Yeah. We had a full on rap battle. Jeez. There was I mean, it was crazy. Mm-hmm. I mean, if that thing gets discovered someday, that's, I'll probably that's the B side. Twenty five to life. Yeah, that's B side yeah. for sure. <laughs> that's B side. <laughs> but there's the Azkaban prison break, which yeah. was pretty good. And Voldemort leaves Bellatrix like that little box under the rock that says, "If you've come this far, maybe you're willing to come a little further." And then <laughs> they meet each other on the beach and underneath yeah. the elm tree. <laughs> Shawshank Redemption reference. <laughs> I know. I, I know, know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. We got it. It's just not funny. Um, no. <laughs> Anything else, though, before, like, the, the whole end of the movie kicks on here? Is there I, any... Yeah, I'm trying to think. There's not a I don't lot. Think before... I don't think we've left much out here. Well, Umbridge, had, you know, you have the whole detention thing sure, they after turn the it on. requirement, and then they, they mess with Umbridge. Well. Cello, Harry. Well, hold on, because before we get there, well, there also on. is Dumbledore. The big Dumbledore scene. Sure. Which is freaking awesome. Yeah. Oh, man. Like, when... Operating under the assumption that I will go... How do you say it? How do you say it? Quietly? Yeah. Well, I will tell you, I have no no intention of going to Azkaban. It's... Oh, man. To do a a good Michael Gambon impression would be so nice. I just don't have it. You don't have to. I don't have it. To try. Yeah. (laughs) But I want to. Gambon, I know. I know. I know, buddy. Um, it's tough, man. Well, Gam- I'm just saying, Gambin isn't. Re- you know, you don't need Gambin up your sleeve. You know what I mean? Yeah, because the really the you only go- benefit to doing a good Michael Gambin impression is this and the couple of lines that he has in the King's Speech. I mean, what else? Wes Anderson. He's, he's yeah. in Life Aquatic. He's in Sleepy Hollow as well. Actually, if you're trying to do Dumbledore, just do Richard Harris. Alas, it works. It works. You know something? Like, yeah. You know. Oh my gosh, that sounded like just like him. Your force is a sun 
is my failure oh. as a father. And then he gives the, the uh, <laughs> commonest gladiator. Best. Commonest gladiator. Great scene. <laughs> um, but, God, yeah, Phoenix I mean, so good in that movie. But man, when so, but he says that he says that line right when Cornelius Fudge <laughs> and stuff, is, and that's oh my gosh, dude, that scene ticks me off so much because Cornelius Fudge is like, uh, like take a uh, send an owl to the um to the Daily Prophet. This could make the morning paper or something like that. It's like gosh, in this moment of like trying to figure out what's going on at like the school for your country. You're more concerned about sending an owl to the newspaper to get the word for out. Fake there news for the entire wizarding society. It's just like, it's you ridiculous. Know? It's so wait, we have to tell everybody about this now. Right. It's like, why just solve, solve the case first. Yeah. How about, yeah. How about you figure out what's actually going on oh. real quick, but you're just fudging it up, dude. But you are <laughs> fudging it up. Right. Um, he's got style. That's <laughs> that's annoying. Say what you want to about Dumbledore, Minister. Dumbledore's got style. The creature walks by. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> Don't arrest Dumbledore. Oh my gosh! Oh, that kills me. I'm gonna have nightmares about that tonight. Yeah. Um, anyway, and that's yeah, and that's then, what we that's what we missed. So, then the yeah. Umbridge. Then the Umbridge cats plates. Yeah. People bleeding. Yep, cute little kitties and little babies. Little baby kitties. Um, Hi there. Hello. Hi. <laughs> Hello. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. Um, but then it so, really does kick off. I mean, they it does. They take the Thestrals to. Well, he has the vision again. The Corsia. Corsia. Oh yeah, and he's got serious. He's got serious. detained and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which, okay, I understand not wanting to tell Harry, but this is another, like, um, Last Jedi situation where if you just would have been clear with who you're talking to, we could have avoided a lot of this this. could have been just avoided. Yeah. It's just like, oh, just say it. Air it out. Just let, yeah, just put it out there, bud. Talk about it. Right. But, yeah, but then they, you know, they trick her. Going to the Forbidden Forest. The mermen come up. Where are they? <laughs> Centaurs. <laughs> Centaurs. They come on up. Pretty cool, actually. I saw, I I saw, like a, I saw a post. It kind of made me chuckle. Uh, that if you really think about it, um, centaurs, being that they have six limbs, are technically insects. They're not, but they have six limbs like insects. I think there might be a little bit more for the qualification. I of know, an insect I'm just in six limbs. They're not, but it just it, you're like, oh yeah, I guess they do have six. When limbs. I'm looking at a ladybug, <laughs> I'm looking at a centaur. <laughs> don't you I have to have like know. an exoskeleton stuff? Thorax, or, yeah, mid axe or whatever. Yeah. What? Jeez, guys, we don't know internal body of politics and <laughs> yeah, yeah, subtle nuances of an insects, um, but. Yeah, I love she watching the Umbridge like, get taken away, man. That's like one of the I most I like when she shoots things. the rope at one of them because you're like, gosh, she is just brutal. 
You know? Yeah, right. Well, that's and that's why it's kind of like she totally deserves what's coming to her, right? Actually, and, though, yeah. when they shoot the arrow at her, at her and she at her and she throws up Protego, <laughs> that's pretty sweet. Yeah. Oh yeah, because yeah. it is cool because it's like she's you know she's a powerful she's witch. a force to be reckoned with yeah. for sure. Yeah, she is a good witch, you know. Mm-hmm. But oh man, I hope that terrible things happen to her. Right? I hope that she thought yeah. she was going to get eaten. You know, eaten by centaurs. I, I wish she would have. I, I wish I wish that she, she had died. She doesn't because she's back in seven. Yeah, yeah. she makes she lives. it out somehow. She lives. I wonder I how she that. made it out. Yeah, her fight I with the centaur. She just eliminates, obliterates the centaur population by herself. Well, yeah, right. she just <laughs> kills all of them. Handedly amazing. Shocks battle. one of them and runs off into the dark, and then they're all like, "Where did she go?" <laughs> they just hear a twig snap. <laughs> <laughs> Freaking such a cool one goes down, (laughs) (laughs) jumping from tree to tree, (laughs) 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 whatever. No, isn't Uh, it? Didn't they say that Dumbledore walked into the forest? Oh, you're right, you're right, yeah, Um, yeah. (coughs) So, unfortunately, dummy, yeah, dumby, she should die Um, like a pig in hell. No, geez, (laughs) David, okay. All right. You are very strong worded on today. So Steve Martin um, got some salt behind oh, okay. you today. Um, you got some salt on the wound. I'm going to put some dirt in your eye. Um, <laughs> Just a dirt in your eye, pal. But then Harry thinks that Sirius has taken over. And so he's like, I got to go to the Ministry of Magic, the Department of Secrets. Mysteries. Department of Mysteries. We're going <laughs> with you, Lottie. <laughs> we're, going, we're going with you, Lottie. Yeah, that's right. Everybody's yeah. like, we're All going friends with you, are like, We're coming, too. And he's like, and Harry's like, no. Everyone but you three. Everyone <laughs> points at Neville, Seamus, and <laughs> Neville, Seamus, Luna. and Luna's all. Not you guys. Seamus, Seamus doesn't come. Seamus doesn't come. I know. Who, I was trying to who's the lineup here? It's Neville, Luna, Neville, Luna Ron, Hermione, Ron, Ginny. Hermione, and Ginny. Ginny. Right. Ginny. Yeah. I knew I was leaving somebody. I out. wonder. Oh, well, Fred and George are already gone. That's why. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be dope to have them there. It would have been. They could have whipped out their wands. And then they do the flying scene with the whatever's and yeah. not the best CGI. This is just again. like magic. No, it's, I don't know. The Thestrals are fine. Thestrals are fine, okay. but the centaurs are awful. The, th- the awful. centaurs look They look bad. like it's like when you're loading in a game and you haven't fully loaded the graphics yeah. yet. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, no, that's a good point. Why is the CGI so bad in I this one? I don't know. It really bugs me. <laughs> Like an insect line. Bad. Yes, it was. How long was the flight on those Thestrals? You think? Well, Were they flying okay. for hours. So or Scotland to London. You tell me. How, uh, how far is that? Scotland to London, because Scott uh, Hogwarts is in Scotland. They had to have been flying for like thirteen hours. That would have been so cold. Well, I mean, oh how gosh, how fast yeah. does a Thestral fly? You know. I mean, they would have been up there for a while. I feel like Scotland to London would be something, you know, like Salt Lake to Seattle or something like that. Can't they just use like flute powder or something like that? I don't know. I think that wasn't that their original plan was to go into Umbridge's office to use her. Yeah. Fireplace. And then she was the only one connected to the flu network. Why didn't they just go back after they. Why didn't they go back and just talk to McGonagall? Once like the once only... again, just talk to an adult. Yeah, go speak to an <laughs> just, adult. Yeah, come on, kids. Yeah, what are you doing? 
but Be smarter, you know, what can you do? Um, yeah. The, uh, but then they get to the Debart department of mysteries and the movie's pretty much like incredible mm-hmm. after this point. Yeah. Like no, as really soon is. as they enter the department of mysteries, it's like, Oh, okay. This is the best Harry Potter that's existed yet. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, it's no, so it's incredible. good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I, I honestly do think that though. I, I think that the end of, of this movie, this last like 30 Excellent. minutes or something is the best it's Harry the best Potter that we that's happened yeah. and will it had, did got. happen. I think that this yeah. is as good as it gets. Yeah. Me too. Jack Gosh, Mel Hunt. Gibson. Okay. Dang it. It's not Mel Gibson. No, that's what women want. <laughs> Both know, Nancy Myers sorry. films though. Nice. Um, but yeah, man, uh, it seems like a smart idea to put a bunch of orbs on extremely tall towering shelves. Oh yeah. Rickety let's just shelves. do that. These very fragile little things. That let's only put all of our like most valuable information. Once. Yeah. To like the person, it's like there's and no stack them a thousand high. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, but I wonder what could happen. You know, what could possibly go wrong with this scenario? They go in there though, and they find the prophecy or whatever. They find out, they pretty find quick. what they're looking for pretty mm-hmm. quick. And then Lucius Malfoy shows up. Yes. And uh, guess who's got a new look, right? Those Death yeah. Eaters, they have done away with cool the like yep. crappy high school prop <laughs> dramas, like drama club props that they, they had the before. They got the Louis Vuitton masks now. They got, yeah. you know, they're all. They look. Voldemort came back and kind of was like, okay, we're getting a stylist in here. <laughs> Gotta redo this. <laughs> Dumbledore sent his entire army of four guys to go take him down <laughs> <laughs> i know oh but no man lucius malfoy that guy looks no, great he is Jason fantastic Isaacs. he's so good yep. he did a great job haven't you always wondered potter it's good it's great it's good yeah scene. it's very he's amazing and then itty bitty baby baby potter come on baby how your parents come on, come on sounds man. like uh, it's it's like mortal Kombat. that guy yeah. oh come on baby give me a break go on baby eating such a big chicken freaking leg or whatever turkey leg gosh we should cover mortal Kombat sometime that'd be a fun they episode. need to remake mortal they Kombat. do need That's to remake the one mortal movie Kombat. that i'm like what are you guys doing yeah it's been long enough it's been 20 years at least get christopher nolan to make it that would i'm sure that christopher so nolan would be so interested in making mortal Kombat. but yeah Hell, cool. I'll take Peter Jackson. Mm, yeah, you gotta, you gotta shoot lower than any of these. <laughs> Just as long as long as it's not Tim Burton, I'd probably be happy. Yeah, man, I'm curious how Dumbo's gonna turn out. Yeah, I mean, it'll be Tim Burton's great, but I, I don't think that Tim Burton's that great, honestly. I mean, I think well, there's that, certain movies that, yeah, he just. I think early Tim Burton is like fun, but it was never my thing either. You know what I mean? So it's like I recognize that he's a good director and he's talented and for certain people he's extremely entertaining never really been my cup of tea though i think that's kind of funny that we're talking about tim burton and helena bonham carter in the same breath because they're inadvertently oh that's funny they're married yeah Uh, i don't know if they're married anymore did they oh my gosh did they break up as if we like know these people (laughs) well you heard it here first (laughs) folks (laughs) they've been broken up for three years years. (laughs) you heard it here first But uh, nobody anyways. else knew. But anyways, getting back to uh, Jason Isaacs. Baby. My lord. My lord. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, it's a cool scene, man. Like, How are your parents? Better now that they're about to be avenged. Oh, devil. Freaking Calm devil. Down. Cool it. Cool it, Longbottom. Yeah, he gets a cool little. It. 
He has a little salt that day too. He gets a little salty. Yeah, a little salt. With some dirt in your um, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, but that's and then it. And then Jenny just messes quick. it up. Jenny blows up the whole ruins thing. the whole thing. She blows up the yeah. whole room. Way to go, it's girl! Great though. I love all the scenes. I love when Harry's running like the kind of shadow guy because I love the way that the Death Eaters move. I love you know, the apparition. Like black the new apparition thing. is so. Oh, I so love that. Sick. I love that he's like running alongside and they're like fighting. It's like smoke, just so like cool. sh- right next to his face. And I do love too that the Death Eaters have the black apparition, whereas the good guys have the light. Apparition. Have the white. Have the light. That's yeah, cool. I like that touch. too. Yeah, no, it's, and then it's cool. they fall down and get stopped right before they hit the ground, and we're yeah, they get they get through that scene, in the veil. they get through the door, and then Harry has his moment with Lucius, and which is cool or whatever. Yeah, a good little like, exchange good, between them, right? It's a good monologue. Harry's about Lucius to give there, up the prophecy, or he gives him the prophecy. Doesn't don't he? give it to him, Harry. It's like okay. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The they apparate and pick them all up, right? Which, I mean, makes sense. They're a bunch of stupid kids. You know, right. they would. I love how in the selection of people, uh, uh, Bellatrix ended up getting Neville. Neville. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know? absolutely. I just, you love that little just subtle thing, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, take your hands off my grandson. Godson. Godson. <laughs> 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 Take your hands off my grandson. <laughs> oh, yeah. Take your hands off my godson. Great line. <laughs> I just don't think sometimes before I start speaking. Uh, but no, I mean, Gary Oldman comes in, comes into grandson. the fray and... <laughs> He's great, man. Like that is that yep. is the best. And then all of the other Order of the Phoenix start apparating around them. Mm-hmm. Um, Tonks, goes, I'm Nymphadora. Yeah, and she uh, goes, "Don't call me Nymphadora." And then she starts sniffing again. around like there's something like, in the like, air. Like, I don't like. It. <laughs> you have the Mad Eye Moody to the bong. Yeah, Mad Eye Moody's pretty sweet when he staffs going around the corner Star- just. Yeah, yeah. Shall not pass. And they come in and they got. There's some pretty cool little moments for all of them. You know, Mm -hmm. you have a couple cool moves per each, right? Yeah, everyone has a pretty cool move. But that brings us to the best part of the whole movie. Don't you think? You heard it here first. You heard it here first. Yeah, man. When because Harry and Sirius are pretty much in the middle of the room, standing on the rock, dueling against. Uh, Lucius Malfoy and some other guy and it's like so probably the best example of what wizard dueling actually looks like in the Not entire speaking. series I mean they're yeah. doing it all without yeah and they're just freaking yep. flicking them at each other and oh man it's so cool and so good and there is another shot where it shows them but it's like overhead and you can see yeah. the chaos that's going on yeah. like around them around them which is really cool it. as well but nice one James I mean that's uh, but so Harry like he disarms Lucius Malfoy, right? Gary Oldman does a little swirl flick and takes the other guy out. Finishes him. Right? Yep. And then Harry disarms him and he goes, nice one. Nice one, James. And then immediately Bellatrix Lestrange just, it's just so messed up how she just does the killing curse. Yeah. It's just, like, just escalated. Gosh, well, it's like, so why evil. weren't they all doing that the whole time? Yeah. I mean, they're just trying to kill him anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is why are you disarming? Just kill him if you're going to do it. Yeah. I think a lot of them probably were though. 
you know? Yeah. They could have been. I don't know. I mean, hey, I don't know. But But Bellatrix just freaking, boom, nails him. And it's so quick. All the deaths in these movies are just so fast. You just have, like, no time to even process that information. And in the book, it happens a little bit different. But I still remember, like, reading that page a couple times and Mm -hmm. being like, dang, dude. I read. He just killed Sirius off? Yeah. And I remember reading that page a lot because, like, the way she writes him slipping beyond the veil just so many times because i didn't understand because like, he doesn't get hit by a killing curse in does he not the, he gets hit by something that causes him to fall into the veil oh, okay. but the veil is like just death you know i think I've i like the movie of, better i think i like the movie better too to be honest because it's less ambiguous you know yeah. in the movie it's just like you just hear avada Kedavra, he gets hit in the chest and then and just it, it looks like it kind of half hits him too yeah, like it looks like it kind of like because he is still kind of like aware of things when he's going into the veil. It's not like if the killing curse hits you full on, you're dead immediately. Done. Yeah. Toast. Bye. Yeah. But, you know, this happens and he's just kind of like, mm-hmm. oh, well, yeah, oh, I, I, like, I wonder if there's like some. I don't you know, it's just like what sort of powers does the veil have? Like, why is it there? Why is there this shrine? In the middle of yeah, the Yeah, what realm. the heck is that thing? I've always wondered that. Like, is it just a metaphor for death? I, yeah, it must be. Something like that. I don't know, honestly. But, that, like, it allows him to, like, stay alive. Like, usually you just die immediately with the killing curse. But, like, it hits him and he's, like, close enough to the veil that it, like, absorbs it and just sucks him in. Like, it's kind of like his soul floating away. Kind of immediately, like, he's still going to be there. Yeah, like, he'll be able to yeah, in with the other side of the Force type thing. Mm-hmm. The netherworld of the Force. Mm-hmm. I, I've, I've always just kind of thought that it was, you know, um, David Yates taking a little bit of liberty with the, the plot there. And just, yeah. you know, instead of having the killing curse <laughs> kill him immediately, it just, he reacts to it for a second yeah. which wouldn't happen but i right. wonder how many freaking maintenance cool guys have died in that just fall. <laughs> <laughs> cleaning the edge and just slip just fall <laughs> into the veil just like oh see ya <laughs> but i i don't know that that scene is amazing and i love the way that sirius and harry have like that little moment together a nice one james and it's just i don't know it's the most it's the most emotionally effective scene in probably the entire series mm-hmm. so it just it gets me it gets me and i and love then harry it. gets and then his rage finally snaps and then bellatrix again man. the the handheld yeah. the shaky cam running after bellatrix i killed sirius yeah. black i killed sirius black you gotta get me crucial you have, have to mean it, it harry Ooh, so yeah. good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the barfing He's up just a like a sick little <laughs> snake, <laughs> lovey-dovey, squirmy, just like, mm, you gotta mean it, baby. You gotta mean it, Harry. But I, like, love that scene because he hits Bellatrix Lestrange and she looks kind of, like, freaked out and, like, scared, yeah, you know? Yeah, she does. And then Voldemort shows yeah. up and she's suddenly just, like, so pumped and so happy. <laughs> okay. And then, and then he's, like, egging Harry to torture and she's just like, Master, what are you doing? Master, don't. Please. Master, no. Please. <laughs> no. 
But that, I mean, yeah. that's kind of that moment. I, and I remember that in the book thinking that too, that, you know, in the last one, you don't even expect Voldemort to show up. Like, mm-hmm. it's just like, oh my gosh, he's back, you know? And then in this one, he just shows up again. <laughs> like At the it's, ministry, yeah. it's like, jeez, you know, it's just. He's there. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty cool because you don't really expect Voldemort to actually show up, you know? And then yeah, he again. just does. And then you get. The freaking Voldemort Dumbledore fight, uh, which is just crazy. Incredible. I mean, yeah, it's as so soon as awesome. he appears, because he's like, yes, I have Harry in my trap. I'm good. And it's always just foiled because Dumbledore just immediately shows up. He's Shouldn't like, have you come here were, tonight, Tom. You're an idiot. Yeah, you should not have done this. Bad idea, Voldemort. Mm-hmm. I'm the best wizard ever. Yeah. So and that and that that fight is so cool. Like I love that duel. Best between. wizarding fight I think probably mm-hmm. that'll ever. Because it's like the little happen. this little scene right before Sirius dies. It's like a great example of like normal wizards dueling. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And then you go to like this next part where it's Voldemort and Dumbledore, and you're like, this is what people are actually capable with, like yep. utilizing magic to its fullest extent. Fire and freaking water. We. Sand, yeah. Um, so the, yeah, the, the freaking glass. I love when Voldemort just like harnesses all that power and then just goes ah, and the whole you know Black, glass and behind he just him breaks. Holds up the shield. Yeah, I I love you know. when Daniel Radcliffe or Harry is like kind of inching towards Dumbledore. And he just kind of swipes him with his left hand back behind the thing. No, thanks. Just stay back. <laughs> Get back. back. This is taking a lot of concentration. Yeah. Here, so I can't please. Think yep. about you right now. Yeah. I think the best part of that whole thing, though, is when Voldemort like creates that giant fire dragon and he lets out this laugh and just like, <laughs> you know, like yeah. it's yeah. like he can't even like contain how happy he is for what he's doing. He's just like, are yeah. you getting this? Do you see what I just anybody, did? I hope this is on video. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> I, I am so powerful. It's crazy. It's just, it's great, man. Yeah. I love that. It, it's just like yeah. that feeling of he's just amazed by himself. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just mm-hmm. absolutely glorifying Egotistic. himself. Yeah, yeah, very full of himself. Till the end. Yeah. Just to even show up at the ministry to think he'd not be seen is so, he's just so overconfident of his abilities mm-hmm. yeah yeah and that and that scene's great and then you know bella just going back up the uh, chimney Ooh, yeah. yeah she just kind of skates on up <laughs> bye-bye she's like i better get out of here though i'm no match for dumbledore so yeah she knows yeah that yeah that whole scene is great man and then he fight. turns into harry and that is kind of hot <laughs> no, that's kind of hot no um <laughs> Yeah, no, that's this this coming up, I think, is my favorite scene of the movie um, when we go there or whatever. But we'll go there. I love this. I love this whole thing. Just With the sand Voldemort. No, just Voldemort in his mind. Yeah, this, you know, the thing kind of builds around him and then Voldemort in his mind and just that, you know, the torture of him and just like him seeing his his, you know, all his anger and pain, but then it eventually kind of turns a corner and he realizes something and you see the fake laugh with the friends and you see, <laughs> you know, memories, but it even goes back to like, it's like a, uh, a Creed moment, that moment where he sees, he sees, uh, Apollo Creed at the end, like Apollo finally shows. Cause you never even really see him throughout the movie. Um, and then they finally show that it's like in this movie, it's like, it kind of shows them as like little kids laughing and you see that moment of like, man, you know, it's just, it's beautiful to me. And he finally realizes he's like, you're the weak one, you know, 
Yeah. And I feel sorry for like you. That. And I feel sorry for you. Because yeah. you'll never have, what is it, love and friendship? Mm-hmm. All the flashbacks and fake Hermione and Ron laughing. Good. <laughs> and fake, yeah, fake Hermione, Ron laughing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, that I love, I love it. Yeah. I love that I scene agree. too. It's, it's a good, very good. And it's a good sentiment that, you know, like without love and friendship. Well, and Luna kind of echoes that earlier. She's like, I think that's how he wants you to feel alone. You're an easier target, but together you're much stronger. Yep. One kingdom or five. <laughs> <laughs> One um, five. ape together. Strong. You know strong. what I mean? Um, oh, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, I mean, it's a good scene. It's great. Scene. He's back. Yeah. And then Cornelius Fudge shows up and goes, Finally admits you, it. you think? <laughs> oh, you think, bud? Can we impeach this guy? Is that a thing? Yeah. <laughs> That's what happens. Yeah, he gets impeached. Or maybe he steps down. And then the guy with does, the weird fingers comes in. Does Cornelius Fudge resign or does he get taken out of office? I think he resigns. Yeah. Yeah. Because he, does he resign in the next one? And then it's yes. Rufus Scrimgour? Yes. Okay. He dies, though. Somebody dies. Rufus, Rufus Scrimgour dies. The ministry has fallen. Yeah. The minister is dead. <laughs> They're like, yeah, it's been in shambles for years. <laughs> it's like, it's not that hard to dismantle. It's extremely corrupt and ineffective. Yeah. It's really not working out. <laughs> it's, a, so. it's a house of cards. It's pretty easy to knock down. Burn yeah. it all. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, yeah, that, that what, hap- what happens at the end there after that? I think it's just their classic sitting at the Hogwarts, like everything's changed now type thing. What does happen, yeah. though? They go back and oh, yeah, because Harry has that conversation with Dumbledore, right? Yeah. And it's a lot more in depth in the book, but I can't even remember Dumbledore's how it is. Like I was trying to protect you. Yeah. But in doing that, I lost you or something like that. And- Everything's right at Hogwarts again, kind of. They talk but about the hollows. There's a war coming. We Sorry. like we didn't really talk about a lot of those. You know, there's the. It doesn't matter. Um, but there, there's a scene that I was thinking about going back to. But um, yeah, I don't know. I can't remember exactly how it ends though, which is actually I think it's irritating. just that he's talking with Dumbledore, just saying that there's war coming, and then I think they start start to touch on the Horcrux. The Horcrux, yeah. Um, and then it's just I can't remember if it's this movie or if it's another one, but it's kind of just Ron, Harry, Hermione saying that everything's changed. That's the fourth one. Is it the fourth? That's one? the fourth. Yeah. Everything's going to change now, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, I forget what happens in this I, one. For the life of me, I cannot think of how this one actually ends. It's so. Well, you heard it here first. You heard it here first. <laughs> oh no! Wait, yeah. it's they're on top of they're on top of the mountain and they're looking oh, over gosh, the area under Mount Doom, and it goes da na 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 na. Let's go talk about two towers again. Maybe she could do it. Um, All right, let's do favorite character, favorite scene. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, uh, We'll just start out. Favorite character, Bellatrix Strange. Cross the board. We say it on three. One, two, three. Bellatrix Bellatrix Lestrange. Yeah, I mean, she's best supporting actor that year. You know, it's like there's nobody that was better in this movie than Bellatrix. Incredible. She knocks it out of the park. Yeah, she's easily the best character. She's fantastic. Yeah. So great job, Helena. We're excited to favorite scene. I already said mine. Uh, 
that. What's your Zach? The end. I mean, the Dumbledore Voldemort scene. Right. Almost hands down. Bing. Mine Bing. is. Bing. Can't deny it. Dumbledore's got style. Oh my God. I do. I love that scene. And a lot of it beca- is because of the book. Because in the book, yeah. that was so cool to me. I just thought that was the best. <laughs> that Dumbledore actually just like. It just defies the minister and just yeah. flies away. You're like, sweet dude, cool. He's cool. It's Gandalf whispering into the but the into the moth and just flying away on the eagle. <laughs> yeah. So no, it's great. Um, favorite line, Danny. Uh, don't give <laughs> Cedric. No, I'm kidding. Who's Cedric? Your boyfriend. Uh, <laughs> Mine is uh, Harry and Sirius are talking and Harry's talking about the connection between him and Voldemort. And he's like, you know, something's gone wrong inside me. Am I becoming bad or something? And Sirius says, I want you to listen to me very carefully, Harry. You're not a bad person. Hmm. You're a very good person who bad things have happened to. Besides, the world isn't split up into good people and death eaters. We've all got both light and dark inside us. What matters is the part we choose to act on. That's who we really are. I like that. Yeah, that is a good good one. one. Yeah, great line. Great line. It was the first one on IMDb too. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's Gary Oldman too. It is a good line. It is a good line. I think that we gave him his fair share of the conversation in the third one, but man, Gary Oldman is one of the finest living actors in existence right now. Yeah. I think so too. I'm so glad he got best actor last year. And he deserves it. He's he deserves it, baby. Yeah, he's great. Um, Zach, go ahead with <laughs> our favorite line. Our favorite line. <laughs> so during uh just the training, um Harry says, working hard is important, but there's something else that, that's even more important. Believing in yourself. Look at it this way. Every great wizard in history has started out as nothing more than we are now. Students, if they can do it, why not us? I've always... Is that Gladiator? No, that's, that's the that's song. That's actually what plays uh, right after that scene. Yeah. Remember when your dreams have ended. <laughs> Troy. Perseus. <laughs> the gods envy us. You'll never be more God. beautiful than you are in this moment. Great movie. Oh, I love Troy. Good movie. Yeah. I like Troy a lot too, to be honest. Yeah. But that's a good line. It's, that is a good line. It's Just fantastic. Basically saying you can do anything. I, I've always loved that idea too. It's like at anything that you know you learn how to do, you gotta you gotta crawl before you can walk type thing. It's like you gotta yeah, learn how definitely. to do something and mm-hmm. you can be just as good as anyone else. Yeah. Any great person. I can in be history. just as good as Michael Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know it's a bit idealistic, but looking pretty good, son. Shoot it again. Shoot it again. I'm going to go to the NBA. That kid, this is actually completely random. That kid that's at the beginning of Space Jam that plays Michael Jordan, he's one of the brothers yeah. in Mars Attacks. <laughs> I just watched oh, it the wow. other day and I was like, it's that kid. That's pretty funny. Yeah. Nice. Crazy. But now I love that scene. I think it's great that any person in history had to, you know, had to start at that point as well. Mm-hmm. So it's nice to think about it that way. But that's about it, guys. It's Order of the Phoenix. Yeah. That was a good talk. Yeah. That was a really good Great talk. Great talk. I'm ready to move on to number six. I've been really wanting to watch it and had to Let's get Zach back for six. Yeah, seriously. What are you doing Tuesday? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, um, but I guess uh, that just comes up to the standard question. Uh, let's ask exactly. Zach first. Would you rather watch this movie or School of Rock? Order of the Phoenix, baby. Uh, 
What about you, Dan? <laughs> Say it, Dan. School of Rock. <laughs> Say no doubt. <laughs> Say it. Say it, Dan. Say it. Say it. I'd go School of Rock. I'd go School of Rock as well. Except for the last like 30, 40 minutes of this movie. Maybe over School of Rock there. Yeah. Oh. I would rather sit through all of School of Rock, but if I had the choice just to watch the last 30 minutes of this, it's pretty good. Yeah. Jack Black is Gromp. Yeah, I think Grump. so. As Crump. <laughs> Jack Black as Crump. As Crump. As Harry's grandfather. <laughs> Don't get your hands off my grandson. No, that'd be that'd be the best if it was Jack Black as uh, Dudley. Don't kill Don't Cedric Rippity-Doo. No, it's great. But all right, well, good podcast, guys. Be looking forward to speaking some more on. about Harry Potter, and can't wait to can't wait to finish off that Harry Potter. So you can't wait to just get through this so that <laughs> we can <laughs> talk about anything else. Um, no, Danny and I were talking about like we, we do enjoy the Harry Potter movies, but now we've talked about five of them, and you know you, you want to riff on the Harry Potter world, but other than that, you're kind of like, okay, well, I think I've said a lot about harry potter so yeah you know. i mean this is like what 10 hours now that we've talked about it yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. something yeah. like 11 hours yeah. so it's like there's not that much i mean at this point you just kind of walk through the movies yeah and just analyze them analyze what's happening in the story but there's um, not that there's not as much to analyze about the wizarding world itself <laughs> anymore so yep, yeah you had your bit this time right, about the, the political structure other politics. than the governmental structure i'm sure they'll have we something that's equally as about boring that for next another time. two hours probably i would <laughs> yeah um and next we're think well i won't even announce that yet actually but we have some uh some cool stuff maybe coming up after harry potter that we've been talking about yeah um also, it's really good to be back. We, uh, you know, apologize. There was a little hiatus, um, some, uh, you know, just due to due to reasons, technical difficulties, um, technical technical difficulties, difficulties of life. <laughs> um, but uh, we're very happy to be back and um, looking forward to uh, finishing off this Harry Potter series. Uh, thank you to everybody that listens. Um, check us out on Instagram. I've been doing some work on there, Professor Jones podcast. Um, and then just check us out on uh, on Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, all that good stuff. Professor Jones. And uh, please share to your friends if you guys are liking what you're hearing. So um, I don't have much else besides that, guys. It was great talking to you, Tube Sock. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thanks a lot for being on, Zach. Always happy to be here. And thanks a lot for listening. Until next time, we live in our lives a quarter mile at a time. Who's Cedric, your boyfriend? Professor Jones and the Diggs. Professor Jones and the Diggs. Professor Jones and the Diggs.